Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And we like to call this a thirsty Thursday or a throwdown Thursday, bleeding over into old freestyle Friday. Oh, yeah, I made the mistake uh, while we were prepping. I made the mistake of tuning into that absolutely horrific Thursday night football game. I'm so not glad I watched that, but I do want to thank the Redskins for at least going ahead and putting a kibosh on the season and for making me think of a song I haven't heard in years. Take out the papers and the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trash. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for bringing Baldwin out from underground to go ahead and drop hate on Kirk Cousins again. Because <laughs> that's what we all needed. And thanks to the Redskins for ab- delivering an absolutely craptacular performance. I know there's injury problems. I get it. And they played an ugly start to that game. I still can't believe that ball bounced off of Crowder's hands and ended up getting picked off. I mean, just – and then he fumbled. I mean, my God. Such an ugly, ugly start, and uh, gave Dattles some confidence, and kept giving them chances, and they got rolling, man. I'll, you got to give the Cowboys some credit on that, but wow, the, what an absolutely atrocious, atrocious performance for the Washington Redskins. If it wasn't clear the first time, one more time, because it, you know, hey, it, I guess this makes it Throwback Thursday. Take out the papers and the trash. The Cowboys, they just kicked your ass. Great. I feel better already. Not really. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, speaking of kicking ass, uh, Randy. Oh, Giggity Giles, man. I decided I'd bring you into a special song. Normally, uh, South Carolina does rock this, but Clemson totally stole. Clemson totally stole the sandstorm after they whooped up on South Carolina, dude. I got to admit, I thought that was hilarious, and I was totally gonna post that on on uh, or share that with Penny. And then she obviously was having a rough night <laughs> with, the, with the game cars getting whooped, so I didn't drop. That would have been a bad idea. Yeah, I didn't drop sandstorm on her, but in the, in the moment, I was laughing. I thought it was hilarious. So, good job, Clemson. And uh, South Carolina, yo, sorry, y'all. <laughs> sorry, man. But, anywho. Giggity. Yeah, that was a game. Oh, man. You get Garoppolo, finally. Yes. Yeah. Here he yeah, comes. I mean, are, are you are you at least excited to see Jimmy G out there? Come on. I'm excited to see what he's capable of. But, I mean, against Chicago, you know, I don't Decent see Decent defense. Yeah. Decent defense. Right. I think the thing, cool thing is for him is he gets to play in, in his hometown, which yeah. is nice for him. So we'll see. I mean, granted, you know, everybody's the everything I saw about just his three plays at the end of that Seattle game, I was like, yeah, he didn't look too bad, but let's get a full game under our belts. But funny enough, considering that back in 49ers history against Chicago, that's when Kaepernick had his coming out. So... You never know. If it's, we'll see if it's a repeat performance. Garoppolo kind of taking the reins and running with it. Randy, it is okay to dream a dream. So I fully right. support. <laughs> I fully support. I know I dreamed a dream tonight that the Redskins wouldn't totally go down to Dallas and blow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I don't think there's been that much suckage down in Big D since Debbie was down there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Way to go, guys. Way to go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I know I'm going to go to work tomorrow. On, on my door, I left HTTR hashtag beat Dallas. So I know the, the staff that 
And there's a lot of Cowboys fans on the night crew, so I know my door will reflect a different message in the morning. Thanks for that. Thanks. Thanks in advance. Yeah. I went sick. Yeah, great. Anyway, yeah, drop some bombs on me. <sighs> McGuffin, what's up, brother? Hey. <laughs> Listen, I have breaking news here. Uh-oh. Breaking yeah. news? Yeah, what breaking you got, news. brother? Uh, I am turning down the head coaching position at Tennessee. I cannot, I cannot accept that position. So sorry, Tennessee. I will not be your head coach. I think we should launch a change, uh, a change dot org petition and and maybe get a. Who should we nominate from the brute? Whitfield. I mean, he plays a lot of Madden, right? So he, so he could totally do it. Did you see like a like a not sports center uh, story today that a kid that was two hundred three and two was Tennessee's new coach? Yeah, I don't know what meme page had that, but it was really funny. That was really funny. I laughed. Uh, what a you know what what a mess. Not that I, not, huh? He just left. Uh, who? Whitfield. Oh, I, he's he's going to he's, he's going, going to, to put in his application. Yeah, he's, he's going to he's got to get his he's got to apply, man. Hell, I'll go put in my application. Yeah. Why not? Well, it's one of those things that, and I'm not like a Greg Ciano fan. It's certainly not a matter of that, uh, but it feels like they kind of did him wrong um, with the way that melted down. I mean, they, I mean, Lord knows that fan base revolted. I mean, I think it's important to listen to your fans. I totally get that, but they kind of smeared him, uh, and that's a pretty bad look for a fan. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I man. That fan base, dude. Y'all, y- somebody gotta uh, figure out the squeak there, man. Um, Day 40. <laughs> WD40, man. A little, little lube. <laughs> Whitfield ought to have an ample supply of that. Oh, <laughs> <good> Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't forget to wipe right. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, I'll man. That, I'll take that advice from your experience, Randy. Yes. Oh, Lord, has you got? Well, we're off spells in what three minutes in, Justin? Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't take long, but uh, that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't don't call it a comeback. <laughs> exactly. What time did we lose control of the show? Uh, right at, really from the control? outset. From the outset. From the outset. Uh, incidentally, you know what's bad? Here they are, like, virtually... I don't know if it was done as a joke or if they're really serious about, like, essentially, like, almost begging Kiffin to come back to Tennessee after that weird... What, he was there, like, a year and then went to USC. And weren't there, like... Yeah. Didn't he, like, fly out, like, under some bizarre circumstances because his family was under threat and his kids were under threat? I mean, that's an ugly out. Incidentally, I'll, I'll say a point, like, not that I'm a fan of Lane Kiffin, but that dude is funny. That dude is funny. <laughs> Here he is dropping, even like Kim Jong-un turned down the Tennessee job. I mean, my God. Funny. Kudos to him for that one. Uh, Shannon, just out of curiosity, what has Tennessee done to themselves with just the way everything has kind of unfolded over the past couple of weeks? I mean, who in their right mind is going to take that damn job? Well, right now they're targeting Mike Leach. I don't know if he'll take it. Uh, it seems like most head coaches that they're targeting right now are using this to get new contracts. Oh, it's just probably a smart thing to do. It uh, is. I mean, it, it's business decision. Uh, Mike Gundy and then the guy at NC State. Now you've got – they're targeting Mike Leach. Uh, you may have to go outside the box if you're Tennessee at this point in time. 
and mm. just the Shiano is just such a bad look on the fan base. That that was bad. That was really bad. I mean, I get why they didn't want him there, but right, it's a really bad look for a fan base. It's a really, really, really bad look. You know what? What I had forgotten about. Obviously, you have a strong connection with Peyton Manning to UTK. Uh, I hadn't forgotten about that part, but what I had forgotten about was uh, during Shiano's time in Tampa Bay um, that it was they were playing the Giants, and that's when they did that weird thing, trying to plow through the offensive line and get to the quarterback when they were trying to kneel it out and just run out the clock. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, 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 we ran into the battle in the podcast because we were like, "What the hell is wrong with you guys?" I, I, I do remember yeah, that, but I had forgotten that part, right? So you know, Coughlin got bent out of shape, and um, uh, Chiano, it, they were going to do a, a similar thing against you know Peyton in a in a game, and you know, I mean, Peyton was pissed, dude. Peyton was pissed, and uh, <laughs> uh, Bucks defensive end, or well, former Bucks defensive end Michael Bennett talked about how Peyton cussed him out, and he was like, "And I ain't never heard Peyton cuss." <laughs> So there was, you know what I mean? It was already kind of a weird thing, anyway. It was, yeah, you but just, you just when the team's kneeling down, you just don't pull that kind of shit because it's it's a tough enough game as it is. Yeah, when it, when you when you're beating each other up for sixty minutes, but when the game's over, there's no need to to risk injury to anybody else because like at that point you've all made it through that game. Let's yeah. let's live, play another week. Yeah, and, that, and that's really all the kneel down is for. And that 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 play, I mean, I get I get not giving up, but at the end of the day, you live to play another week, and that's how the NFL is, man. I mean, I mean, perfect example is the Skins' offensive line tonight. I mean, they were down, they were running on fumes. Mm-hmm. Like when the game's over, dude, it's over. Like you just. Except it's over, bro. Get out, get out of there, and don't. You're you're pros, man. Go to go to next week, man. And and I I get why that may have left a sour taste in Peyton's mouth. And guys like Peyton don't forget things like that. Of course not. (laughs) Just well, I'm kind of surprised they had Shiano in the first place because Peyton is a booster. Yeah, you'd think he'd have been like, nah, (laughs) y'all. Peyton don't. Guys like Peyton and Brady and. You know, uh, Breeze, they don't forget those things like that. Yeah. It's one other random side note before I forget. Obviously, uh, a <laughs> huge game was Auburn taking care of Alabama. Uh, maybe we've overrated Alabama a bit this year. You know, <clears throat> that happens. But I did love uh, I did love this little clip. It was uh, <laughs> Lane Kiffin was on with Dan Patrick, and I thought, it was, I thought this part was particularly hilarious. And he was talking about kind of his time with, with Saban and, you know, uh, wondering if Saban missed Kiffin being Alabama's offensive coordinator. <laughs> Hold on. I think we did that. Three SEC championships, you know, three play- playoffs all three years, and three SEC offensive players of the year. Um, I'd call it a pretty successful marriage. Does he miss you? Um, I, I don't know if he miss- misses me. Maybe on uh, third down the other night. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, say, I'd say he missed you on third down the other night. That's yeah. for sure. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, all right. Well, I tell you what. But we obviously need to address a whole bunch of stuff. But I need to get everybody else in here. You know. Oh my gosh. We haven't given Mark his woo yet. Although, to be fair, Ric Flair did it for him the other week. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. 
And Ric Flair did an admirable job, by the way. The Ric Flair soundboard was 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 Wu Tacular. Yeah, yeah. Well, if anybody's gonna, you know, step up to the plate as your backup, Ric Flair is the best Wu backup I think you can have. (laughs) I I don't, I don't disagree for a second. Anyway, you ready to hit your cue, bro? Absolutely, brother. And I really ought to be saying, are you ready to hit your Wu instead of cue? I mean, honestly, but that's true. Three Woo and fun. No, no, that's fair enough. (laughs) Too much woo and not enough poo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. Leave it to Whitfield, man. Leave it to Whitfield. What does he deserve? (laughs) I'll give him a little working for the weekend. (laughs) No. Nah, you know what he gets. I thought we could do Nickelback. You do. You're getting Nickelback. (laughs) You're getting Nickelback, brother. There you go. There you go. Actually, given given that beard of yours, maybe you should go Michael Jackson, man. I want you. I want you to go looking at the man in the mirror. Hey, you know it's funny. I busted up in a Kroger this past weekend, and Todd's like. I don't understand why they were giving you so much hell about the beer. It looks good on you. And I was like, why'd you tell them that? <laughs> Actually, it kind of does look good on you, bro. I mean, I've, I've gotten used to it now. You know, yeah, it, 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 was, it was just like a shock to the system. You know what I mean? It was a shock to the system the first time because you went from a lot of gray to none. So, yeah. Get off my lawn! It just looked weird. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Get off my face. <laughs> You're not telling get anybody to get off your face these days. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Mm. All right. So where, where should we go first, man? You want to take it? You know what? I kind of want to talk about the Auburn-Alabama game uh, and then go to NFL. Shannon, just out of curiosity, like, uh, what, what's your big takeaway from Auburn-Alabama? That... I don't see how Auburn blew the game against LSU, first of all. But Auburn is playing the best football of anybody right now. Both The line, that defensive line is legit. Mm-hmm. Like, they have crushed Georgia's running game. They crushed Alabama. Well, they didn't crush Alabama's running game. I mean, I think Alabama still had a buck 97, if I'm not mistaken. But <clears throat> 14 points is what matters. And honestly... One of the touchdowns was a freaking luck almost. So Auburn, I got to watch. I didn't get to see the whole game while I was there, but yeah. I, did, I was at a bar and I got to see most of the second half. And goodness gracious, man, it, that team is just rolling right now. Well, I tell you, one of my favorite parts uh, was actually the lead up to the game, and it was uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> he was he was great on College Game Day. He was so fantastic. You know what? When they have those questions like, you know, if you could have dinner with anybody that's alive, blah, blah, blah. Like, you you know, Charles Barkley would be such an absolute riot. You know what I mean? To just just kick back with. Drink some beers. He's a national treasure. Yeah. You you know, uh, burn up a couple of stogies and just laugh. That dude dude is a riot. But I I loved this line on there. A few years ago, it was the kick six. 
Today is going to be the kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? That was just that was great. That was great. I owned it too, man, because yeah, he did kick that ass. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't he wasn't joking, man. Let's nah, see. I, you know I what? You know what? I've not seen a Nick Saban team dominate like that in a long Tell me how my time. ass tastes. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, any concern about Carry On Johnson? Yes. We guess yeah. that's the end of your response. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, dude. I mean, dude's not a hundred percent. I mean, who is at this point in time? But mm-hmm. uh, I hope I hope he plays. I really do. Uh, but it's going to depend on how much he is does play. Because he he had a buck thirty six, I think, in that first game against Georgia. Mm-hmm. So he's vital to their success. By the way, Auburn fans, do, do, do y'all need some help managing your bush? <laughs> 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 just, just, <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, Is there an app for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Don't go there with yeah, me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep game. it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. Great ass! I loved, I, I loved like, just watching the video of the people getting stuck in the bush. I'm just like, that is so fantastic, dude. That is so fantastic. They needed uh, the bush push. Yeah. That's what they needed. See? That's a good re- That's a good pull, buddy. That's a good pull. They did get found a quarter million dollars. Uh, for getting out there, but I mean, you know, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, the, the students are going to rush the field, dude. It's the Iron Bowl, right? It's the Iron Bowl, and, and that was like that was a huge, huge, huge win, man. You know, they're going to totally break out there. I would, I would imagine, like some boosters, like I'll stroke a check for two hundred fifty thousand, whatever. Charles Barkley probably wrote it out before he left. <laughs> he might have, he might have, man. But that was fantastic. Jordan Hare Stadium bushes. And you can read into that all you want. <laughs> oh, there's yes. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, yes. There are a lot of, um, well, maybe not a lot of bushes, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'm just going to stop right there. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty then. Hey, if you go to those stadiums, you should break out the Sex Panther, though. <laughs> You know, I gotta ask, uh, just out of curiosity, um, was, was that what Matt Lauer did? It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Or was he more like, well, I'll give this little cookie an hour before we're doing the no pants dance. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. But let me tell you something. Yeah. The fact that he had a button underneath his desk to lock the door is scary. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So creepy. That's like Dr. Evil, like on those Austin Powers movies. Mm -hmm. He just hits the button and the door's locked. Like, that's Dr. Evil creepy. Uh, I paid a gym neighbor. Uh, that, I, you know, it's pretty bad to buttress gym neighbors and, you know, good old clean Gomer pile, right? Up against Matt game. Lauer having the <laughs> F it, I'm doing it live button. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. 
fucking thing sucks. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace, Jim Neighbors. Man, I, I would imagine we're all of the age that we remember, you know, the whole leave it to beaver and all that stuff. And then just Gomer. I mean, just the Gomer pile, man. Like, I, you know, back in the day when I had my little 13-inch black and white rotary knob TV and I watched a whole bunch of goofy old school ass show. Hogan's Heroes. Griffith Show. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Andy Griffith Show. Whatever. Was, was it just called Gomer Pyle? I don't even remember what the show was actually called. It's um, called Gomer Pyle. Yeah. But, yeah. but that one, yeah. so goofy. And uh, so lot, lots of kind of fun childhood memories with that guy from, from a television standpoint. But uh, yeah, yeah. Shazam. Golly. Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Oh, here you go. Shazam! <laughs> and uh, there's a special message uh, from Gomer Pyle directed uh, specifically for Whitfield. My cousin Do Bryant's stupid. He's ugly, but he ain't stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. That's <laughs> <laughs> man, savage, dude, dude, Gomer Pyle, man. What you gonna, hey, you know what? What you gonna Let, do, brother? Justin, let's do some Let's do what? Two o'clock, man. A, all right, yeah, that's fair point. Fair point. Fair point. All all jokes aside, man. Yeah, let's raise a glass. Raise a glass, Jim Neighbors, man. Rest in peace, brother. I've got my, uh, you know, you can tell I haven't been to the ABC store in a while because I'm still wasting my really high-end expensive liquor in this <laughs> rum and coke with my Ronza Kappa. And then I also have uh, a Terrapin Hopsecutioner, just for good measure. Nice. Because Lord knows, after that debacle of a game, thanks, <laughs> Redskins, I need some beer and I need some, Wait. I need some liquor. So you're yeah. using Zacapa as a mixer? Yeah, I know oh, it's for shame. For shame. I know. But let me tell you what, it makes a fantastic mixed drink. It does. Actually. I'm, sure, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it does, but, it's but for well, shame. I remember the look you gave me when I was getting ready to mix it during uh, your bachelor party weekend. And, I know. And now it's like, he's like, no, you must not mix this. I, I have, I have no other rum. I have no other rum. It's going to end up being mixed in my belly. I have no other rum. So fair point, fair yeah, point. Th- this is a move of desperation, and quite frankly, it's really just to stretch it out. Because if I was doing it straight on the rocks, Lord knows what kind of—I mean, I'd probably be—I'd have to sandstorm myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it would—it would be a disaster. Actually, I'd probably end up going alestorm. Yeah. See, give all your beer and your rum to me right there. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Ailstorm. Thanks, guys. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. Mm. Anyway, Shannon, what you got, bro? Well, I'm uh, going double tonight. Um, I promised Randy a couple weeks ago in honor of his 49ers first win, I'd go with the Dragon's Milk. So, nice. New Highland Dragon's Milk. Sweet. And I'm also rolling with the Trogues uh, Mad Elf. That's a good combo, bro. Yeah. Good How combo. Is that? I've seen it and I've been thinking about tr- getting some. Is it? Get you a bottle. It's good. Okay. Cool. About 11%, so it's it's nice. There you go. MacGuffin has spoken, man. Get your bottle. I got bro. a growler of it, so bottoms up. Very good. 
Randy, what you got, bro? Unfortunately, I have uh, water. I have an interview tomorrow, so I'm trying to make sure that I don't get. Uh, oh no, no, handle your business. It's all cool. it, look. Even if you, even if you ma- tomorrow. look, even if you manage to slip a drink in there, man, we know you can shake it off, bro. It's okay. <laughs> I may go raid the cabinet for. Just one. Just one. Just yeah. one. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just, just one. one, man. What what time is your interview? Is it early? It's eleven. Eleven? Oh yeah, you can have you can have, have a drink. I have to get up early to take her to work so oh. I can have the car. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. True. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. So it's okay, like every once in a while one of us actually has to be responsible. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's cool. So you ripcord whenever you need a ripcord. Good luck on your interview. Hopefully that goes yes, well. Sir. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. yeah. Hopefully that goes well. So uh, Mark, what you got, bro? I'm rocking a. Uh, it, it's a delicious beer that everybody should try, but it's called a Duchess de Bourillon. It's, it's a Flemish red ale. I I don't know that I'd trust anything uh, that you're recommending that contains the phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> no, is is this is, is is this another Trader Joe's special or is this something different? This is from a. Uh, Total wine, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I think I saw. Okay. It's, it's phenomenal. It's a, yeah. It's very different, but it's outstanding. Cool. Well, you're very different. It's one of the things we love exactly. about you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, Whitfield, what you got, bro? This is looking like nothing. PBR. Look at that, Peeber. Peeber. Yes. You have a Peeber. Oh, oh my God. Let's do it. I got a five dollar PBR shirt while I was at the Avon Pier. Look at that! Oh, awesome! There you go. Whitfield, uh, whatever, whatever you pass, I hope you do a GoFundMe so we can bury you in a Peeber casket, just for the irony of it all. <laughs> Randy's gonna have to kiss my casket, you know that? <laughs> yeah, no. Dude, just get ashes and get buried in a PBR can. There you go. Actually, yeah. get cremated and just be a gigantic cigarette butt. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Would be. I'm gonna get that cremated would be. and buried in the ocean. Just uh, with smoke. Yeah, like, I don't know if I go that far. Isn't there a movie where somebody smokes somebody's ashes? Oh, probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh, we have gone way, way off tangent here. Are we for real <laughs> talking about smoking somebody's ashes? God bless. That, that's what happens when you mention the Tennessee oh. search. What was that? Con- it's just like that. Wasn't that convenient? That's a line in uh, SOB, man. <laughs> With the ashes of you, How about that? Is gonna give a How about Huh. Still love that song. So fun. It's awesome. It was an awesome concert, by the way. That would, they were fun live. They were fun they live. You just didn't want to stand behind Todd because you couldn't see anything except his gigantic old tall man head. So, <laughs> even if you're like over six foot tall, you have to stand in front of him. Yeah, uh, six six eight, right? Well, he says he's six six and a half, but I still say he's six eight. Yeah, well, six eight, a buck twenty. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> I always, always tease him. He gets mad at me when I say that. Yeah, that's funny. He's, I'm, he's like, I'm 190, dude. I'm 190. I'm like, it, you're still skinny as hell, dude. Yeah, well, you know, he's stretched out. Okay, well, I tell you, <laughs> whoa, that's what she said. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Fire your guns, Todd. Woo! Do you just want to finish off college football and then hit NFL? Uh, you know, uh, we can. We can just go ahead and polish that off because you know, the, the Eli conversation is going to end up being a long one. Yeah, um, I, I say we do college and hit Eli and then we'll break to next segment. Well, I, I think we'll, we can do college and then break and just come back and do NFL and, and deal with okay. Eli. I mean, I think realistically, because we're about 30 minutes. So if we do 10 or 15 of college and then just go NFL the rest of the way. Yeah. And then just do NFL the rest. Well, we, we got stupid. We did a whole bunch of stupidity. I mean, <laughs> dude, it, you know, it, it's okay. It when, happens. When yeah. will we ever break free of this cycle? Shazam. Never. Damn it, Shannon. Never. <laughs> we just won't. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Shannon, I couldn't contain it. I just had to let that one go. <laughs> couldn't hold it back anymore. Anyway, that, that was cheap. That was cheap. That was cheap. Hey. So, okay, well, uh, here you go. Here we go. So, <laughs> see, the, the thing that's most important, obviously, is, is the CFP rankings. We have, you know, Clemson at one, uh, the Sooners at two, uh, Wisconsin at three, and the Auburn Tigers at four. So, really, as we go in, as we, as we kind of move forward, we have some, you know, obviously some conference championship games. This is going to be a huge weekend, duh, uh, for everything plays out. And one of the things I, I was curious about when we talk about um, where these teams are, what's in front of them, some of the matchups we have. You know, you've got Clemson, Miami. And, of course, I mean, God bless. I didn't think Miami was going to uh, <laughs> drop the ball like they did. you got Oklahoma, TCU, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Obviously, lots of ramifications there. Um, and, of course, Auburn gets a rematch with Georgia. We'll see how that one plays out. And Alabama's just on the outside looking in and right there in the five hole. Uh, Georgia's at six. And, uh, you know, there's a lot on the line this coming weekend, and, and that has been part of the conversation when you looked at the college football playoffs, people arguing about the four thing, the four teams, they expand it. And the, the past couple of weeks have really felt like just the setup, almost like it was the playoff teaser setup to get to the final four. And I think that is, that's real, realistically, to be fair to the people that want to expand it, we sort of almost have a play in, a playoff to play in to the Final Four anyway, uh, particularly with the conference championship games coming up. So you have some of that. I'm still, I would still be a fan of the six, but that's that's me. But what I'm curious about from your perspective uh, is, you know, who's outside looking in, right? Who, who do you think has the best chance to go in that's outside of the four? And then who do you think that's in the top four is inside looking out? Who has, who has the, the probably the the highest probability of, of getting bounced out of there. I think that's probably the most relevant piece of conversation, particularly with the, obviously the, you know, conference championship games coming up. Well, I would say this, uh, Georgia Auburn, I think realistically is the, the best chance for the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, I mean, with Auburn with two losses, like if they lose no shot, they're, they're done. Uh, despite the two big wins the last few weeks. Georgia, with only one loss, if they win, they're they're just going to switch places with yeah. Auburn. They will be in that top four. Uh, they will leapfrog Alabama into the playoff, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt there. Wisconsin obviously has to win to stay in. Uh, they just got into the top four this week despite having that week schedule. They have to beat Ohio State in order to stay in that top four. Oh, I think that's an absolute. Absolutely. That, that is... They're not going to cut. They're not going to cut the Badgers any slack. 
Oklahoma, I, I think they'll have a tough contest with TCU, but I still I, I, I like Baker Mayfield to win that game mm-hmm. by, by, by about 10 points. Uh, Gary Patterson will have TCU ready to roll, but I, I like Oklahoma in that game. I really do. And the Clemson-Miami game is, is interesting because depending on how that game shakes out, Mm-hmm. Because Clemson is number one right now. Right. And if that game were to go into overtime, double, triple OT, maybe a fluke play, I mean, their lone loss was on the road when they lost their starting quarterback. And they've got more top 50 wins than anybody else in there. So it would be curious to see what would happen if Miami were to win that game and how everything else shook out. If. I don't know, maybe Auburn wins, but Wisconsin loses. Would Clemson go down to four, but still keep Bama out? You know, that's just one of those just weird things that could happen because Mm -hmm. they actually had to play the extra game. Yeah. So just one of those weird things. But I I would say, to go back to your first point, Auburn-Georgia is the game that will determine who, you know, Georgia's right there on the outside looking in. If they win, they're in. If they lose, they're done. Same for Auburn. If they win, they're in. They lose, they're done. How how likely do you think it is that we we get two teams from one conference, whether that's the SEC or the ACC? It could happen. I don't see it happening. Too much money at stake for each conference, Mm -hmm. and I think that'll actually kind of come into play there with all the voters. So um, I, the the one thing I could see it happening is if Wisconsin loses, but the other three win mm-hmm. that are already in, then I could see Alabama sneaking in because Ohio State with that thirty one point loss on the road at Iowa, it still makes no sense. That was no, crazy. You know, and I I listened to like a local show with somebody trying to make the case for Ohio State to get in that they played in the toughest uh, division, and I I get that, yes. But you also lost by 18 at home to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like, you got run out of the building by Oklahoma at home. And then you lost by 31 on the road at Iowa, who's an average team. Like, a 30-point loss. I'm sorry. You're you're done. Didn't didn't Iowa have a game where they couldn't even get an offensive touchdown after that? It was like, just, yeah, it was yeah the I mean, week. yeah. I, and come on, man. It was Wisconsin. <laughs> And that's yeah. like Wisconsin's like six and a half point underdogs this mm-hmm. week, and I'm like, I love that line for Wisconsin. So I'm gonna go I'll, out on a limb, and I'll let you get to the line things because uh, we probably get marking on that. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that uh, Urban Meyer makes sure there's no cameramen around <laughs> JT Barrett warming up. <laughs> dude, that that's horrible. That, that's. What kind of random crap is that, by the way? It's that somebody's so going to make random. contact with that guy's leg. Meyer should have been pissed. Meyer should have been pissed. Yeah. Did they ever figure out who that was? I don't think they – well, I don't know. But, dude, that, that that's horrible. That, like, sh- that should never the, happen. No, it should never happen. It's a huge game. And that, that should never, ever, ever happen. Yeah. That, that's It's so random, but, oh, my gosh, dude. How pissed would they have been if they had actually lost to Michigan? Oh, well, if, if there was a legitimate, like, you know, impact, significantly impactful injury from something in warm-ups. 
Oh yeah. You know what I mean? How no. is the is the cameraman from Michigan? I mean <laughs> <laughs> Was Rich Eisen out there, former Michigan guy, you know? Like I just <laughs> did Urban Meyer ship his pants? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what, uh, a, a blues bark and I'm a, a blues woofing a little bit. I'm gonna let her into the office. Mark, why don't you go ahead uh, get get back to the long conversation real quick as far as uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State? Sure, go ahead, Mark. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on, on definitely. Uh, I like Wisconsin there because I, I actually think they have a really good shot to uh, to win that game. Um, I'm with you that uh, I I think that's uh, the best game of the weekend is absolutely going to be uh, George Auburn. Um, I mean, hands down, it should be should be closer this time, right? I would hope so. Those things. I would, I would definitely hope so. Um, real, real quick, I mean, real quick, because I'm gonna, uh, she's, she's fussing. I gotta take her out. Go ahead and, and finish off this conversation. I want you guys to go ahead and call your shots for all the relevant games, okay? Okay. Okay. I'll be back in a minute. I don't know, I, but, I, but I still think Auburn wins it. But I definitely expect to be closer. I just, I just, I, I, I like this Auburn team right now. I like them a lot. Georgia's, Georgia's no slouch. It's hence why I, I would be surprised to see Auburn dominate them the same way again i would think georgia would be more prepared this time but i still say auburn wins by a score yeah probably me by a touchdown okay because they they've got auburn minus two at this point yeah although i do love the over in that game what's the total 49 that seems like a gift it does seem a little low to me i would i would expect it to have been a low, low like 53 54 it, it it really does seem like a gift so I mean, I like Auburn to win, but I, I love that over. Well, there's nothing saying that by Saturday that couldn't go up. Oh, I'm sure it has. This was from Monday or Tuesday when I took these lines. I haven't looked at them. Well, according to ESPN, it's 48 now. It's going down. I love that even more. Surprising. But. I, they must be knowing that on Johnson may not play. True. So that, may be, that may be why that line's going down. True. Actually, like Miami, I said Clemson. Ooh, that's bold. So you like Miami plus nine? Oh, yeah. obviously you oh, like yeah. plus nine. Oh yeah, I like Miami plus nine. I mean, you're saying you you think Miami outright is going to beat beat Clemson? No, but I, no. Well, yeah. Oh, I no, 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 no. I so like, you're you're you pull to 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 cover the underdog line, right? Okay, that's a different yeah. thing. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean it's it's a good amount of points. I mean I, I yeah, depending on which which Miami team shows up, I, I don't like trusting Miami. I just feel like they're definitely very capable of being a, a frequently Jekyll and Hyde kind of team. Um, and on turnovers, they do a lot. That, that's the thing. Like when they're getting those turnovers, that's when they're at their best. Right. So if Clemson takes care of the ball, it ain't happening. Yeah. So. Yeah, Clemson just can't fumble, no picks. But, you know, I, nine does seem like a lot in a championship game, but Clemson, All right, that defense, always- good Bro, Lord. Let me ask yeah. you a question real quick. If if Ohio State beats Wisconsin, do they leapfrog Alabama? Yeah. No. I, I, I'm sorry. I disagree but- with you. I don't think a two-loss team is going to make the playoff. No, I just I just don't think a team that lost by 31 on the road at an average team that's lost twice this year can leapfrog a team that lost by 12 to one of the teams in the top four. 
that that's the thing. Like, and on the road at that, like I, I get that Bama's not playing well right now, and I get that Ohio State has a lot of guys that are going to go to the NFL on the defensive line, but I, I just. I don't know, like a 31-point loss on the road to an average team, just that bothers me. I get what you're saying, Whitfield. Like, they're, they're, they play in the toughest division mm-hmm. in college football. Exactly. I, I hear you, and I get you. But that 30, like, if it had been a fluke play, or if they had lost by, like, a field goal or a touchdown, I, I would probably be singing a different tune. Oh, yeah. But 31, dude, like, that's, and that's on top of the eighteen point loss they had versus Oklahoma at home. You know that's as as two games where they lost by three scores, minimum. It's like there's two teams that the committee always wants in there: Alabama and Ohio State. Agreed. They have sure. a great fan base. Uh, I totally get that, and they travel well. So that's what, and that's part of my reasoning. Thinking if they beat Wisconsin, they will leapfrog. Yeah, no, they, it's, it's, they, uh, they have to hammer Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean they, they they would need to win by they might need to win by thirty, which is just just not going to happen. I, I you're you're right that the yeah the committee definitely wants you know teams like Alabama and Ohio State in there, but this this thing has gotten so massive. This this casual playoff that's you know everybody wants the fair shots and I just don't think there's but so much manipulation they can do to force a team in there and and Ohio State's uh, all the things that Shannon just highlighted about you know the the pretty horrific losses they've they've had you just you can't bypass that. My final four are going to end up being Clemson, Oklahoma, Auburn, and Alabama. Okay. I think Oklahoma does beat Wisconsin. But it's not like you said. It, it's not enough, even though I do think it should be to leap fall. But Alabama will end up being four. It's it's hard to you know it's it's hard to ever rule Alabama out. Um, I just they're they're playing. I mean, their bad is still better than a lot of other teams' bad. <laughs> but, I mean, and it it was really just one bad game. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Mississippi State took them, you know, to the wire. And uh, good lord, Nick Fitzgerald, get better, bro. Uh, that mm-hmm. that ankle injury was just horrible. Was awful. Oh my gosh. Please, please get better. But I heard he's coming back for his senior year. So I hope he definitely bounces back and has a good year. That's uh, great. And the running back from uh, uh, Georgia, like a seventh year senior. Chubb. It's like he's been there forever. Oh, Chubb and. Yeah. Um, uh, Sonny, <laughs> yeah, those guys have been there. I think since like 2004. <laughs> those guys have been there for a while. But yeah, Chubb, yeah, that that that'll be interesting that SEC championship because I don't think those guys are going to go out the way they did a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No. All right, so I was out to take the dog out. <laughs> it happens. So just a quick recap: uh, What did you call your shots for in the games? Uh, we called um, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Well, I mean, Wisconsin. What, what was it? Did you take Ohio State or did you take Wisconsin? Wisconsin. 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 I right. like Wisconsin. Okay. And you mean you mean to win, not like cover. You mean like to win the game. 
win. Well, both, 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 both. Okay. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's the, the underdog. Okay. Uh, I, think we, I think we both 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 like Clemson to win. It's you know ten ten points uh, line. I'd probably take the Miami line, but I take Clemson to win. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was one of those where I, I might say I take Miami, but honestly, I'd stay away from betting on that game because Clemson's capable of you know winning by twenty plus. I was gonna say I would take the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the over a couple of days ago was forty seven and a half. Yeah, it's down like, to forty six actually. I, yeah, I would take the over in that game. I think so too. Uh, what about Oklahoma TCU? I, I just uh, Baker Mayfield is on a on a mission right now. <clears throat> I think he'll clinch the Heisman after this weekend. Mm-hmm. What was the line? I had my seven at that couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I like Oklahoma to win to cover that. Um, it, I think it'll be a close game, and then Oklahoma gets a late score to put it away. That's almost exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I echo that. Oklahoma to win and cover with you know a late score too. Okay. <laughs> other other game of interest: USC Stanford. Uh, should be a good game. That that'll be a fun game. Uh, I think both teams are actually playing their best football of the year right now. Yeah. I'll take USC. I I, I like the running back from Stanford. Kid kid's a beast. But um, I'll I'll take USC at this point in time. I think Darnold's okay. playing really really good football, and I think he'll be the difference. Same here. I, I would I would take USC to win and cover. I've got them at, at minus four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I I have bad history betting on Stanford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I think USC's just playing a little bit better right now. So I think they win by seven. All right, fair enough. Uh, another significant question as we start wrapping up college football because we got to get to the NFL um, in a minute. But uh, how much does Alabama deserve the opportunity to get in the playoff? And I guess you, you know, if we're going to talk about that line from Nick Saban, um, you also have to bring in the fact that last year you pretty much just swap places with Ohio State, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it basically, what did you say about Ohio State? Like, if you don't win your conference championship, get 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 the f out of here. Basically, I mean, he didn't actually say that, but that's really what he meant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. funny the shoes on the other foot, and now he's like, "Oh no, uh, we deserve the opportunity to get in the playoff." Y- y'all had the opportunity to get in the playoff. You did because you were actually you were in the playoff, and you played your way out of it. You know what I mean? So, well, I it's know. amazing how fast the his, his tune changes when. When the um, shoes on, on the, the other foot. foot, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, yeah. It's funny, the the consummate politician, right? The football politician. There it is. Right. So it happens. I yeah. mean, they've been number one all season long. So you know, it, it's a bad. They had a bad game. It was a bad. It was the worst. Well, I mean, the linebacking it, core is like on oxygen at this point. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't play his best game, but credit Auburn's line, man. I mean, that defense was just getting after it. Well, maybe he can dial a dude for some for some third down offensive help. You know, maybe he should call Lane Kiffin. Yeah, yeah, he can dial a dude, man. What was that? What was the show? Who wants to be a millionaire? Right? And they had like the yes. uh, yeah, phone yeah, phone a friend, the lifeline. Yeah, maybe he needs to you know go ahead and you know lifeline that thing to Lane just for good measure, right? Why not? Here, here's Kent. Give Bo Scarborough the ball. Yeah. Let that yeah. dude run the ball. 
but yeah, Shannon, Shannon's right. I mean, they, they definitely deserve a chance. Chance uh, they played one game, they deserve a chance to, to shake it off and uh, you know see what what you know can happen next next week. Really, bro? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. These that poo poo poo. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess any other like significant takeaways from college football as we get ready to take a break and shift gears other than I'm sure Alabama would totally turn back time if they could. We know this. <laughs> yep. Anyway, you know what? I got something for you. Okay, what you got? Oh, um, oh, oh! I meant to, I meant to say like totally. I, I forgot. As far as that whole, uh, you know, Oklahoma taking the the Baker Mayfield jersey out to like to the coin toss. <laughs> That's pretty brazen, by the way. That's pretty I, brazen. I like it. But yeah, well, th- th- that that team's uh, you know uh, he's made some bold choices over the course of the season, planting the flag and doing some other stuff. So there's a certain cockiness and brashness to him, anyway. So I'm not really surprised that that happened but that was a pretty that was a pretty interesting way for his team to kind of give him a, a little acknowledgement with his what two series <laughs> benching for the because for the, that's not a lesson yeah I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it's taught him a whole bunch mm. anyway all right uh, get back uh, get back on what you're saying bro <laughs> anyway um uh, special thanks to Virginia Tech and Virginia for helping us go to sleep Easier after that uh, South Florida UCF game. The papers and the trash. Yeah. Or you don't get no spending cash. Dude, Sarah's parents went to that. Sarah's parents went to that UVA Tech game. Are you serious? Yeah, I kind of. I was like, oh man, because you know it was like a Friday night. It was cold. Yeah, that had to be miserable. Ugly, ugly old football game. And look, if we're if if I'm gonna watch a game where they the scoring is tough, I'm gonna take my friends out to the bar, you know. Yeah, man, absolutely. Sports <laughs> sports were approved, as as our buddy David Fisdale would say. Take that for data. That's right. <laughs> take happy that. Trails, by the way. Happy, happy trails, Coach Fizz. Uh, he'll land on his feet somewhere. I like that guy. I like that guy. I think uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you can always make an argument about how that team was playing, but <clears throat> anywho, take those that for that. yeah, take that for that. One that. of the best, one of the best sound bites of the year, dude. By so- far, by far. But <laughs> 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 oh man! By the way, I want to know if uh, if this happened to be an Auburn fan. Uh, there was a drunk driver. That's been fined a thousand dollars after he, after he ordered two hundred chicken McNuggets and yelled, "I want my fucking nuggets!" at staff. Deep <laughs> staff, <laughs> is that you? Yeah, that actually <laughs> happened in Sydney, Australia. So uh, none of us, and uh, doubtful that it's an Auburn fan, but pretty uh, pretty ridiculous. So yeah, we got charged with one count of drunk driving. Uh, <laughs> just one. Just just one. Just one. <laughs> not, not two, not three, not four, not five. When he Just was one. told the Nuggets weren't available, Olsen was said to, this is the guy, uh, Cole Olsen. Uh, Olsen was said to have responded with, I want my effing Nuggets. I'm going to fuck you up, man. So, and then, dude, this is the kicker. When he was at court, he said he was vegan. <laughs> I mean, what the hell, bro? 
how how drunk what are you the? if you're gonna claim? You, if, yeah. So you're gonna go to court and say you're a vegan, but you were at McDonald's on a drunken bender trying to like and, and harassing people for two hundred freaking nuggets. F O H F O H, bro. F O H. That's awesome. Are, are there any vegans that actually go to McDonald's? Take that for data. Because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking that doesn't make any sense. I'm thinking that I, mean, I guess if they must think that they really don't make those nuggets from real meat, so yeah, you never, well, you never know. Pink slime. Anyway, all right. Well, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to the <laughs> looking forward to the games this weekend. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out in the wash. Uh, but obviously, we'll, we will revisit that. And hopefully, it sets up for a good college football playoffs, man. Um, I, I'm I'm expecting that it will. You know, and most of the time, most of the time, I feel these things kind of work themselves out. And you get the right teams in. You, there's always an argument. There's always somebody that can have the old butt hurt alert, you know. And, and college football can be especially cruel if you have one bad game. You know what I mean? If you have one bad game or just one loss, uh, college football can be especially cruel, depending on the timing. But you know, we'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> Realistically, though, this last thing. That <laughs> do you want to call your shot on who you think actually wins the whole damn thing? I mean, are, are you confident enough in any particular team that go, you know what, as long as they're in, I think they actually get this done? Clemson. So you, you feel pretty confident that Clemson is going to repeat? I think it would come down to Clemson and Auburn. And, I, I man, Auburn's playing really well right now. But I, I just think Dabo, with the way he's recruited the last few years, I think their defensive line is – better than Auburn's. Yeah. And I like their quarterback more. Okay. So I just I think Clemson is poised to repeat. Mm-hmm. I think Auburn is good enough to match them in the championship game, but okay. I just the way Dabo's recruited the last few years, man, he's that defense is just they're gonna be ready. Okay. Fair fair point. Plus, I like their I like their receivers. Yeah. I, you know, they still got two of their top three receivers. They got Renfro, mm-hmm. who will be drafted to the Patriots and catch 100 touchdowns from Brady. <laughs> you know, so I, I just I, – I like Clemson. I, just, I like what they've done the last few years, Dabo. There's going to be no more Clemsoning, if you will. So I, I think he's he's got the start of a dynasty if he keeps it up. Oh, I, I beg that there's going to be all kinds of Clemsoning. Just ask South Carolina. <laughs> wow. I forgot how freaking weird this video is, by the way. Out of the sandstorm? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This bizarro. All right, all right. Well, on that note, I guess we should bring segment one to a close. Uh, and then we'll shift gears and go all NFL balls to the wall. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, from the windows to the walls. Shazam! <laughs> Holy! <laughs> I like that. Uh, not that game tonight, though. I want me some gold. That I didn't like. You like that? Like that? No, no, Kirk. No. Oh, dude, I think we're gonna lose Whitfield. That's okay. Is anybody surprised? Well, he. He's not feeling better, so he's not feeling good. That's so. okay. He 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 can he can totally crash out. It's, it's fine. That's fine. Hey Whitfield, go to sleep if you need to, man. It's no problem, bro. 
It's Feel all better, good, man. You have, an, you have an early day, early to bed, early to rise. And we know you probably just want to sneak in a phone call with Chelsea, so it's okay. <laughs> Jess, what is it, Brick? I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The party, the pants with the pants. Party with pants. Brick, are you saying that there's a party in your pants and that I'm invited? That's it. Uh, side note, Whitfield. By the way, when we go, I'll go see Star Wheel. Uh, Star Wheels. Star Wars. Star Wheels. That's phenomenal. Oh, who doesn't love it? Who doesn't love Star Wheels, man? Hell yeah, dude. That's freaking fantastic. What I was going to say is, uh, look, when we all go see Star Wars, um, don't don't be telling Chelsea she's invited to the you know pants party, okay? Just letting you know. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. <laughs> it's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther, <laughs> so you know it's good. <laughs> don't anyway. Don't be calling Matt Lauer. No Sex Panther. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, I got a button you can push. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it. God, that's so creepy. It is creepy. That's super creepy, man. Super weird. Anyway, so we're the Sports Brew. You can find us on, uh, obviously, our home feed on Podbean, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, Google Play Store. Keywords are sports and brew, uh, and we will have some fun. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we're going to pound on the NFL. And we have to get to this Eli Manning story because I, I really want to hear Mark's, uh, Mark's standpoint on this. Um, I mean, Lord knows, I you know, I've enjoyed kind of needling Eli, but uh, I, I I just can't help but feel that the Giants are, uh, have done him dirty, and I think that's really unfortunate. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll tackle that one when we when we come back. Be right back, y'all. All right, we had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And obviously, one of the topics du jour over this uh, the course of this sports week has has been this whole Eli Manning getting benched and. You know, I mean, it's manifested. I mean, I don't care what you listen to. You know, if it's sports radio in any capacity, ESPN, NFL Network, Bleacher Report, I don't care what you read. This has been a huge, huge story over the course of the week. And it's just bizarre to me. And, you know, it's always tough when you get to the kind of end stages uh, of careers for players, particularly with a franchise when they're faced with making a choice. I think we all, we've all been fans of teams and fans of players long enough we've seen enough bitter exits. So, you know, that's always a, a, a risk and a reality for a player. You don't always get to go out the way John Elway did. You know what I mean? You, you don't always get to have that happy ending. And we've talked about certainly the giant season and what's, what could happen, what should happen with Eli going forward. But I, don't, I certainly didn't anticipate this in any capacity. Uh, and I think it's particularly bitter and Eli's been, I think, pretty – he's taken the high road uh, in, in a lot of capacities for this. And I give him – He's been a professional. He's been a pro, man. I, you know, kudos to him for that. <clears throat> you know, people have, uh, people have wanted to bring up kind of his, his – the way he came into the league and how they kind of forced their way out of San Diego. Man, fine, so be it. But uh, yeah, if you want to hang your hat on that, hang your hat on that. Uh, but I think it's more pertinent to really look at this kind of situation with a season that's gone into the, into the dumpster fire – and for how it's manifested this week and how the Giants completely misplayed, mishandled, PR disaster, 
just completely screwed the pooch with a guy that has been the face of their franchise for such a significant period of time. You got two Super Bowl, you know, rings, two iconic victories. You have the helmet catch, which is no matter how far removed you are from that Super Bowl, if you don't remember anything, you remember the Tyree catch. Uh, and yeah. and, you, and you, you, there's just certain things, man. And he's been the face of that <laughs> franchise. He's been a good soldier, uh, if you want to use that kind of analogy, a good leader. And, you know, it's not his fault that he lost his wide receiver core. It's not his fault that they couldn't figure out an offensive line or a run game. Uh, and I just find it I'm, – I'm just left going, God, how do you do – of all the things, I understand that you wanted to get, you know, web some PT. I totally understand that, Right. But I, I think fans were particularly taken aback by this notion that you're going to essentially sit him for Geno freaking Smith. Like, for real? Justin. Just bananas. If and again, you don't have the how do you F that up soundbite up, you should get that up. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> seriously. Like, that. that's if – was, if it was Webb, I think we can all – all five of us can agree – that if it were for Webb, we would understand. But for freaking Geno Smith, like, are you I, kidding me? Look, even even if Geno Smith is a pleasant surprise, even if how do you fuck that up? Even if <laughs> here you go. Might as well finish it off right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know. We have to have that part in there. I, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Look, even if Gino plays well, and he may, you never know. Okay, it, it's within the realm of possibility that Gino comes it, in and plays is, well. Yeah, that is that could happen. But this is the, to me the story is really less about Gino. It's less about Webb, and it's really more about Eli. And you know, we talked about a few weeks ago. We talked about <sighs> if this is the end for him in New York. Hopefully they can handle it with some degree of, of grace or class and, you know, do it in a way that, that doesn't that, that's just not bitter. And I'm amazed that this is how this played out. OK, I, I'm just I'm just amazed. And you can make any number of arguments that maybe, OK, maybe he's not playing well. Uh, maybe he's not the same quarterback that he was. But, you know, he's been there for a huge chunk of time. He certainly has delivered. A couple of Super Bowls. He's been part of that story, and he's he's taken a lot of hits. And you know we've needled him, we have. And and we I've particularly had fun, you know, kind of joking around and and you know giving giving Mark crap, and we've laughed at Eli's expense. I mean he's I mean he's kind of he's easy to kind of poke fun at, uh, but he's also the kind of guy that can run with the joke and can take the pressure. You know what I mean? And can handle that. He's handled the New York media. He's handled all that stuff. And you can be critical of the all shucks and golly gee. And Lord knows, I guess if there was any quarterback. Yeah, if there was any quarterback in the league that you go, <laughs> all right, we have our Gomer pile, man. It's probably Eli. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's fair. You can be critical of him for certain things. That being said, he's been a consummate pro. He's been a good teammate. He's been a good leader. And he has been the face of the franchise for a significant period of time. And they've had some runs of success with him. And I'm just hard-pressed to think that this is what he's earned and deserved from a franchise that he has been loyal to. Uh, and not It's not like he's gone into the press and bad-mouthed Reese or bad-mouthed ownership. You know what I mean? He hasn't done that. 
He hasn't done that. And he could have done that. A lot of other people did that. <laughs> but he didn't do that. And this is how you thank him? If you want to move on, it's okay to move on. We understand that. It's football, right? And it, sometimes That's it's cold. Happened. Sometimes it's calculated. You know, at the same token, you don't have to, you don't have to treat him in this particular manner. And so that, that I think, is what I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed uh, for Eli in, in this capacity because I think he's meant more to the franchise than how they're handling this stage of his career. I think it's a shame. And I think the blowback, the billboards, the rage face, the butthurt alert, whatever it is, Lord knows you always have fun with New York media, man. <laughs> Even the tabloids, man. No way to treat a uh, treat a man. Obviously, using the you know the Manning thing, but uh, big blew it. Saying ain't Gino. You know, I mean, they're getting taken. They're getting taken right across the coals for how they're handling this, and I think that they deserve that. I think this organization deserves the blowback. They deserve the blowback. You know, they can say they're not trying to tank. But, you know, it feels like they're trying to tank. F-O-H. You know, F-O-H. I mean, uh, you know, uh, John Mara came out and rejected the, rejected that notion. He basically said it's complete bullshit. We would never do that. But, I mean, how else do you how else do you explain this? Are you, are you seriously going to tell me that <coughs> Geno Smith gives the team the best chance to win? I mean, I don't know how much they're going to win anyway. You know, I mean, the season's a disaster. We know that. But to end his streak in this manner, to... You know, put a, a to tie a bow on his career in this way with the Giants. I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy, and uh, you know, I, I just I, I think it's just the word you'll you'll hear tossed around a lot is is disrespectful, and I think that's that's fair because I think they did him wrong. I think they miscalculated. Maybe you know, maybe they had you know they were like, well, you know, he can start the first halves and we'll bring the other guys in, but. Uh, again, I, I talked about Eli taking the high road. Man, he's he's been out there helping Webb. He's been out there getting up early, helping Webb prepare. All right, he's been willing to do that. You, know, you could see the emotion. You could see the emotion in his in his face, in his. You could hear it in his voice when he was when he was you know talking about this in the locker room. <coughs> as far as the decision, yeah, that was tough. That's tough to watch. Here you go. Here it is right here. Emotionally. That's hard. Hard, uh, hard, you know, hard day to handle this, but, uh, you know, hang in there and figure it out. Do you feel like stay as a Giant, you uh, It's up there. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you might have started your last game for the Giants? I don't know. I don't know. I'll uh, take it one week at a time. Last one, guys. Have you spoken to anyone besides Ben about the decision, Jerry or John or anyone like that? Uh, I spoke with Jerry Reese a little bit, and uh, uh, Mr. Mara had you know, he, he hadn't been in uh, today, and uh, but you know he knows what's going on, and uh, try to speak with him tomorrow sometime. Think about that. Mara's not in today. Mara's not in today. What kind of slap in the face is that crap? Can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Those reporters. You could tell they had the most respect in the world for Eli at that point in time. Like, even at the end, they said, thank you, you know, for your time. And could you hear the teammates in the background there just hooping and hollering it up? Mm-hmm. Like, 
come on, dude. Like, a little bit of respect for the guy that's actually had brought trophies to that franchise, unlike most of those guys. Let me, go, let me say my piece. I have a little respect for the guy that actually got you trophies. Well, they, 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 a lot of people have Vince come out. Lombardi trophies, by the way. Yeah, a lot of people have come out and talked about it. I mean, quarterbacks from other teams, other players, teammates, <coughs> they've, they've piped up. Uh, what were you going to say, Matt? Because I, I know you don't feel well. So. Sorry, Matt. No, it's, well, it's well, all good. Let me say this and let Mark have his yeah. time. You know, as what anybody who listens to this podcast, I will shit on Eli Manning quicker than anything. Yeah, you do. You do give him a lot of grief. I give him a lot of grief. <laughs> but this whole week, I don't think I felt so sorry for somebody because you look at him as much shit as I give him. That, that he is not the problem with the team. Right. Floyd Reese is the problem with the team. He didn't go out and get him an offensive line. He didn't go out and get him a running back. They didn't. I don't know if the uh, training staff's good enough to give him receivers. This isn't Eli Manning's problem why bench him number two you're gonna shit on somebody who's pretty much been the consistent piece of your offense for the past what was it the day obama got inaugurated as he senator. became a senator not not president not president senator senator yeah oh four one consistent thing generation quarterback man yeah yep and and i'm just like how can you say, oh, Geno Smith gives us the best chance to win right now? Yeah, what, what kind of – yeah, that was, is, hold on, hold on, that hold was on, crap. Hold on. Go ahead. What the fuck has Geno Smith done other than be noticed for sitting down in the draft room playing Crandy Crush because he's all because he, he wasn't picked? Is he going to do this when he's throwing interceptions this Sunday against the Raiders? Because the Raiders are going to beat the shit out of him. And they might. Because Geno Smith gets the best chance against them. And like Shannon said earlier, if it came down to Davis Webb, none of us would have a problem with this. Because we know more than likely Manny's going to end up in Jacksonville or Denver. It makes the most sense of those two places I mean, for him to go. We joked around about it, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard not to see the writing on the sense. wall. I just feel so bad for him because he's been the consummate soldier, even though we shit on him a lot and he's an easy target. And, I mean, you can't spell elite with that. You know, and he, can't now spell he, is elite. Elite. <laughs> he might not be a sure. He might F-O-H. not be sure. He's not first round, probably, but well, he's, he's definitely going to get it quick. Yeah, well, his career is not done. His so career is not done. We'll see. I just feel so bad for him right now. And to see the tears in that guy's eyes, yeah. and he, the disrespect that that franchise, which he's given the past 13 years to, shit on him. And that's what's wrong. Yeah, I, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan. I, I just think of all the ways this could have been handled. Yeah, you know, for for Geno Smith for an ex Jet, get the f out. Seriously, of here. he's a bum. F O A F O A F O A. If it's Davis Webb, you want to see what the kids got? Go for it. Yeah. To like, end to, to end his Gino streak. F and Smith. Like, come on. Come on, like, man. How disrespectful can you be toward? A dude that's going to make the Hall of Fame. Like, come on. Like, no. <laughs> I, I know like, the I know the football's hey, been ugly. but I mean, I can look at the – I'm looking right now at the motion in Mark's face. Thank you so I don't get killed the last week so I can be healthy next year. 
But uh, sorry to cut you off, man. No. But like, no. But like, if I'm Eli at this point, I'm like, thank you. Now I don't have to die, and, and I can actually <laughs> be healthy for next season. What's the one thing that Brett Favre always said that meant more to him than anything? The streak. It wasn't the touchdowns. It was the streak. And they took that streak away from him. They did. He didn't do anything. And that's what the bullshit of that franchise. And that's why Bear is a piece of shit. And he's well. I mean, no, no, no. You know as well as I do, Maricop. The stuff he did with the Redskins and the Cowboys. He was behind that. He was the he was the main drive. Now you had Floyd Reese, who's pretty much thrown that team to the ground and done nothing. McAdoo, good offensive coordinator, not a leader of men. And now, what are they doing? They're making Manning the passing. Well, it's it's that's just wrong. Yeah, somebody was joking around about it. Well, I guess they ran out of people to throw into the bus. So why not go ahead and drive over Eli, right? You know, I love it, get into it, man. Yeah, Whitfield, I, I like this. Whitfield I like getting this feisty. passion, bro. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it is kind of hard to believe that he's actually defending Eli. How about that? I mean, I mean, we may have to go to Green Bay, Pittsburgh after this and let him talk about Brett Hundley for a minute, you know? <laughs> oh, I ain't got shit to say about him. Really? <laughs> I'm not. I really wasn't impressed. He was okay. He was pre- He was good. I'm just hoping he can pull these two weeks off and Aaron comes back and runs the table. Tampa Bay and Cleveland. That's opportunity so, space. Michaela Maroney, man. He's not impressed. He's not impressed. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I've I've certainly had my grievances with with Mara, um, well documented in the history of the podcast, but that's to other franchises. You know what I mean? Um, and that's beef with other teams or things that happen in the league. But to essentially do that and to to miscalculate it so bad that you're off at whatever meeting and you can't even bring him in for a face to face to do this to him? Seriously? How do you, how do you not have hold him in high regards and have better respect for what he's done for the franchise and the team than to do that. The back to the back to work to close door it, make those decisions and then drop it on him like that. That's terrible, dude. And I know Tom will heal wounds. Look, whenever his career is done, once some time passes, he'll come back, they'll celebrate him and it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out just like Brett did with green Bay. Okay. It will. But I still think this is just a really, really unfortunate way to treat him at the back end of his career, when you know the team sucks, okay, you know the team sucks. He he can't control all that other stuff, and you essentially put him in a position where the streak is gone. And yeah, he's taking the high road. He's helping Davis Webb, and he's saying, "Look, I'm not going to go do these starts as a token thing. If I'm not out there to, to compete and to try, and you know, <laughs> if if he's not out there competing to really lead this team, he doesn't he doesn't want it." So kudos to him for being willing to say, okay, if, if that's how you feel, then you, you do that. I just think it's really a shame for them to essentially put him in a position where that they take that from him. Because that's about the only thing left in the duration of this year. And you can get some other PT for some guys. But yeah, the Geno Smith thing has to be just the, you know, the stick in the craw for everybody. And again, maybe he's a pleasant surprise. Maybe oh, I, don't, I don't even I don't even think whatever Geno Smith does I don't even think that ends up being a story I, I really think ultimately it's just you know how why why would you do this in this manner how how would you misplay your hand this way it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me and I've got plenty of video and plenty of stuff but uh, before we play any of that realistically we got to bring our resident Giants fan in 
uh, old D stat who's who's been quiet for a couple of minutes as we've ranted and raved and actually defended Eli. And I'm sure he has to be pleasantly surprised that somehow at the very end, <laughs> even Matt came around and gave some love to Eli Manning. <laughs> um, but as a Giants fan, longtime Giants, I mean, obviously lifetime Giants fan, I guess, and an Eli fan, with the evolution of his career, of all the things that could have happened, I mean, could you could you have written a poorer finish <laughs> for his time in New York and, and the way the the way this is going down? It's it just blows me away. It just blows me away. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it it, it blows me away too. I mean, I, I could easily go for about an hour on on all my my thoughts and feelings. So I, I'll try to summarize them well. You all said a lot of great things already, but um, it's it's just it's it's incredibly unfair. And I've got so much respect for the way that and 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 I I think that that's beyond whether or not you believe in him in the field. Uh, I, I think that anybody who looks at the situation and how Eli's responded can't say anything, but he's, he's such a class act, and and, you know, and that means a lot. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that he's, he's shown himself to be that because I've always felt that way about him, but I'm, I'm glad um, that, that other people are seeing that because you know, certainly he'd have every right to you know, bitch and moan and come out of the press and say some, you know, and, and dump on people and 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 you know, but he sees he, this just not who he is and not what he's going to do. Um, as you've all already pretty much said, it's it's just it's just baffling. It's it's a unbelievably baffling because when you look at the team right now, which is you know it's it's admittedly a dumpster fire. Um, I, I had faith that they might be able to pull together a few things here and there uh, after you know things started going downhill. But mm-hmm. man, that, that that downhill slope went quickly and so he's you know he's playing with you know roger lewis is believed to be like his top wide receiver um he's got absolutely nothing at the offensive line um and and they've got you know no running game what what is he supposed to do with that it's just i i tried i mean i i a coworker of mine tried to discuss with me, and, and they were fully in support of the decision to, to bench him for gino and, and, and the only person that i've met so far that the that's said that, but I, I I just try to explain to him like, you can't turn Roger Lewis into Odell Beckham, that just doesn't work. You, you right. can't turn Roger Lewis into, I mean, a, a team's like you know two number two or number three guy. I mean like that that's just you, you get you play with what you've got. That's what he kept trying to say. Oh, injuries happen. You got to play with what you got. Of course they do, and I agree. But you can't magically turn them into something they're not, and so. G- Gino Smith. I mean, I posted. A, I, I liked. Uh, obviously, you know, we've seen a lot of. I mean, all, all the sports world and, and sports talk shows and radio shows talking about it. I thought the the. Uh, I still want to see. I know. I know Mike Francesa. Everybody is talking about that one. Actually, I haven't, haven't listened to him yet. But uh, do you want to hear it? You want to hear part of it? Sure. All right. Because I, I have it. Actually, I have it pulled. Uh, and he was pretty hard on him. And, you know, Francesca's an interesting guy. I like him. I don't love him. It's like one of those yeah. things. But he he's a good angry person. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's a good he's angry, angry person. He's good for it. Yeah. So, here, let me, let me play this for you because I think it, you know, contextually it fits with what we're talking about. Uh, let me jump to the spot. Here, hold on a second. He said Smith will play. Down, uh, Webb will play down the line. So, what he told you was a little different than the way it was reported to us before. The way this was reported to us before was that Smith and Webb would both play this week. That is not true. What we learned this week is that he went to Eli with a plan where Eli was going to play the first half and, and or a part of the first half. We don't know exactly the first half. And then Geno Smith was going to come in the game. But he also told you 
that Geno Smith gave him the best chance to win this week. Geno Smith, who we know well. You're compared now. Geno Smith is not a running quarterback. Is he more mobile than Eli? Well, a tree is. Okay, we <laughs> understand that. That is not Eli's strength. And because of the fact that Jerry Reese did such a lousy job, lousy job. So he okayed this too because now these guys whose careers are, McAdoo's career is worthless. <laughs> That's cold right there. McAdoo's career is worthless. Yo. <laughs> Jerry Reese's career is built on Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. His success in those two games is the only reason that Jerry Reese has got a career. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a career because of what he's drafted here. He's got a career because he won two Super Bowls, won by Eli Manning, who went on the road and won all those playoff games, and who won the Super Bowl MVP twice by being the Patriots. Without that, Jerry Reese is unemployed. Without those, none of those guys walk around that room with the swagger that they have. It's built on his back. And you're going to try and tell us that you got a better chance to win any game with Geno Smith over Eli Manning? Offensive line or no offensive line? That is your answer? That's their answer. That's their answer, Mark. Yeah. And, 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 uh, yeah, so Francesca makes a lot of a lot of good points there, and and um, yeah, it's you guys heard me in, in, in previous weeks talk talk about that. To me, I saw Eli, and and still would would see see him as, as probably having you know two or three more years to play quarterback uh, at the NFL level and, and be be a starting quarterback. I don't want to see him, and I, I can't imagine him being somebody who would you know finish out his career like you know being a backup to somebody or anything like that. I mean, he wants to finish out his career playing for somebody and I felt that that would be the Giants. And now obviously that's just not the case anymore. There's, I mean, you you can't make this this decision and then him later come back and be the starter again. So I mean, I feel like that's, you know, they they've made their decision and uh and that sucks. And it's just a baffling decision that's, you know, again, it, it's I think any somebody could have come into watching NFL football for the first time this year and looked at the Giants man like, well, Clearly, this isn't the quarterback's fault. I mean, it's it's, it's not, and I I don't even believe that they think that it is. I, I just I, I wish I understood the purpose of this. I, I certainly will echo what what the rest of us have all echoed. That's you know, if it was for Webb, okay, uh, that that's that's fine. That 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 makes painful, some sense. but I, I I wouldn't love it, but I, I get it. But um, what just what is the purpose of this? I, and so I, I was gonna say the the one that I did love and I I, I shared on you know, social medias was 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 Dion's rant, mm-hmm. um, which yeah you know, you know Dion is personality at all, so not everybody's gonna love. But uh, I, I find him you know highly entertaining, and I guess I think he's he must be co- coaching a high school team or something like that. And the start of well, rant, he was like, y'all y'all pulled me off the the what? Mark. Yeah. Guess what? I what? actually have that queued up. I figured you might. Here um, you go. <laughs> when you do this, it's a sign from ownership on down that you're ready to start moving forward. You guys pulled me off a of practice field. <laughs> when I'm fighting for a state championship for this, <laughs> McAdoo benches NFL royalty, Eli Manning, the Mannings. The Mannings is NFL royalty. This man ain't missed a game since I had a curl. This man 
man is a two-time Super Bowl champion, a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Eli Manning, Archie, baby, I need you to get your LeVar ball on. I need you to go out there and make something happen. You know, the way you made something happen for Eli to get to New York, get Eli out of there. Y'all thought I was crazy when I was trying to get Eli to Jacksonville, when I was trying to get Eli to Denver. You thought I was crazy, but it ain't crazy. And then, to top it off, Gino? I like Gino. I love Gino. I respect Gino. Gino? You bitch, Eli, for Gino? I'm, he has no receivers, he has no line, he has no running game, and you put all this on Eli. Eli, thank you, man. You are so classy. You are so professional, so sophisticated. You took the high road. You're a better man than me. I just want to... This is a violation. This is not all. Somebody give me a flag. Throw a flag for this mess. I believe in Eli, man. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a flag for this mess. Throw a flag for this mess. Yeah, twenty first of prime. Throw a flag for this mess. That I mean, honestly, I mean that's, it sounds like I, I almost copied Dion's you know, speech now because I mean that's I mean he, he nails it. He, he I mean in, in his own Dion way, obviously a bit over the top and and dramatic, but 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 accurate. I mean completely accurate. Yeah. Um and and. Uh, so, I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll summarize. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm embarrassed for the Giants. I'm embarrassed for Eli. Uh, I'm sad, feeling like, I mean, I, I don't see how Eli now hasn't played his last game as a Giants, and uh, and that sucks. I'm not ready for uh, the next uh, chapter yet. I, 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 I don't want to see you on the next chapter right yet, right now. Um, I really thought that uh, you know, get your healthy receivers back next year, fix that offensive line in of the offseason, and with Eli Manning under center for you know one or two more seasons at least, you know, could 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 make make something of it. Um, and uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, he's it's, it's, it's exactly right. I mean, Gino. I mean, I've got nothing against Gino as a person. Uh, I enjoyed watching him in college, but we know what he is. We we know who he is. He, he's he should not be the starting quarterback for any team. He, he's, he's he'd be a lifetime backup, and that's fine. But but to pretend that there's some logic in this decision to, you know, take the take the guy out who's yeah the two time Super Bowl MVP, um, and yeah, 210 consecutive starts. It's just baffling, and it, and it just it just it hurts. Honestly, it, it just hurts and makes makes me feel like the Giants, who were already such a laughing stock this season, uh, it's it's horrible optics. It, it makes them look that much more embarrassing. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm embarrassed right now. I'm gonna tell you real quick. You as a Giants fan should be like, we should lose the rest of these games. We should get our ass kicked. So management can look at the mistake they did and said oh well they want to lose the rest of the games bro that's the whole point they want to lose they want to lose you know why because they want to be up there with san fran and cleveland trying to draft yeah they want a high draft pick they can say it's bs that they're not tanking but you don't yank that guy and crap on the end of his time with the giants and what i think is an insulting ass move if your motive is not to suck their motive is to suck because I, I would almost bet you that if Geno Smith goes in there and starts lighting it up, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if Geno <laughs> goes in there and starts lighting it up, you don't think they're going to yank his ass conveniently <laughs> and bring in David Webb? Come on, dude. <laughs> How dare you throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns in the first half? Oh, we need, no. one, we need one more drive to finish this game? <laughs> Come on in, buddy. Come on in, Davis. Come on in. It's time.
Look, bro. Yeah. Look. What were you thinking? Here's a line from Archie Manning, okay? Quote, there is no sense doing a lot of speculating from his standpoint. There is no way of knowing. I don't think Eli ever envisioned until now playing for somebody else. That's the love he has for the Giants. Yeah. It's kind of unique and stronger than most. It's not just the game he loves to play. He loves to play for the Giants. The elder Manning said his son isn't bitter, but that the move breaks his heart. Yeah. And and see that again, it's it's not even so much about Gino. It's not even so much about, you know, Webb. I mean it is, but it isn't. It's really about doing this to Eli Manning. And I think that's what makes people so pissed off. Again, you can find fault with certain things with this game. You can we can laugh about the picks. We had the November lame stuff. Like I understand all that. But he has been really the face of the Giants for thirteen years. 13 years, two Super Bowls, two rings, two iconic games, okay? He's been the face of them, and he, he hasn't pouted. He hasn't gone Stan Newton suggestion box. He hasn't done any of that crap. You know what I mean? He hasn't done any of that crap. He hasn't done any of that crap, okay? Quote, Coach McAdoo told me I could continue to start while Gino and Davis are given an opportunity to play. My feeling is that if you're going to play the other guys, play them. Starting just to keep the streak going and knowing you won't finish the game and have a chance to win, it is pointless to me, and it tarnishes the streak. Like I always have, I will be ready to play if and when I am, in, I am needed. I will help Gino and Davis prepare to play as well as they possibly can. Think about what it takes for somebody in that position to take that position. True one, one day, One day after he got benched by the Giants... Okay, and this is according to uh, former New York Giants lineman David Deal. Okay, he works with uh, he works with Sirius XM uh, NFL Radio, and there were two NF- uh, two Giants players in the cafeteria, bright and early, preparing for Sunday's game. Those two players were Eli Manning and rookie quarterback Davis Webb. There they were. So right after being benched, he's out there helping and leading. And that's why that's why that's why people are getting a billboard. There are Doing fa- his job. There are fans that went up and got a billboard up there and said, "Big Blue, shame on you." That's the billboard they got, and that's the billboard they deserve. Again, maybe Gino plays well. Doesn't really matter to me. Maybe Davis Webb comes in and plays decently. That's cool, good. But to do that to Eli in this context, in this scenario, is effed up. And if you haven't heard it. Michael Rappaport, this was entertaining. Mark, this one's for you, bro. Ben McAdoo, like coach of the New York Giants. You decided to bench Eli Manning? You fuck you? You're benching two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning? You motherfucker, you. The only person that should be getting benched is your fucking barber, okay? And whoever's telling you you look good with that dumb fucking mustache... You're the coach of the New York Giants. This isn't a minor league baseball team in Saskatchewan, you motherfucker, you. You're benching Eli Manning, and you're going to start Geno fucking Smith? Geno Smith is not the answer. Geno Smith has never been the answer. The only person who's the answer is the great Allen Iverson, you fuck you. Bench yourself for not improving the offensive line, Ben McAdoo. Bench yourself for not getting us a decent running back. Bench yourself for letting D'Angelo Williams become a wrestler. He was available all offseason, but you didn't get him. You don't bench Eli somehow, someway, Manning. He somehow, someway got a Super Bowl rings. Two of them, okay? 
The Steelers would never bench Terry Bradshaw. The Miami Dolphins would never bench Dan Marino. When Geno Smith throws three interceptions in the first half and you, Ben McAdoo, <clears throat> come over to Eli Manning and tell him to check in. Eli Manning, you say these very words. Coach, eat a dick. I ain't going in. You go in. <laughs> That's so sports bird right there. I, I don't know if you guys had heard that. I laughed. I'm like a rap, rap, true rap, New Yorker rap, rap, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat a bag of dicks. Bag of dicks on you. I hope Eli Manning sends it. What was that site that had the glitter bombs and the little bags of dicks? I, I don't remember. I don't remember who that was. I hope, I hope he sends that to some. I hope a whole bunch of New York Giants fans like totally glitter bomb. And send gummy bags of dicks to Ben McAdoo. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I, <laughs> even Tom Coughlin weighed in, man, and he should have. Uh, quote, surprise is not the word, Coughlin said via Mike Garofalo of NFL Media. My sentiments are totally with Eli Manning. I love the kid. He is a class act. He is a two-time Super Bowl champion. He is the finest, most humblest man in that locker room. I haven't followed the Giants. I know it's a disappointing year. I, well, he's followed the Giants. Who are you fooling, Tom? I know it's a disappointing year, but my uh, but my thoughts are strictly with Eli. I'm very upset about when I heard that. You know, again, at the end of the day, I, I just, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know I like the Packers. And, and one of the things a few weeks ago when we talked about this, I was like, you know, however this is going to end, if you're going to move on, do it clean. You know what I mean? Uh, Brett deserved his criticism for his retirement. I'm going to retire. I'm not going to retire. I'm going to retire. He deserves some criticism for that. But once you knew you were going to move on, or it was time, in that case, they had Aaron Rodgers, do it. Clean break. Let him go. Let him go. Right? And I hope that whatever happens over the duration of the season, number one, you better damn sure hope that Geno Smith doesn't get freaking hurt and they got to turn to Eli, dude. Can you imagine that? Somebody, maybe somebody will punch Gino again. Who knows? Um, but can you imagine in the middle of a game if something happens to those guys and Eli's got to come in and save the day? How awkward that's got to be. It's just so be weird. walking in like Vince McMahon, man. He'd be like. <laughs> it's just so strange. So strange. The Vince McMahon walk. But it's like. Yeah, the Vince McMahon walk. But God bless, man. It's just why? 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 Why did you guys have to do Eli in this manner at the end? How I, do you F that up? I, I know it's a bad season. I know it's a rough season. There's a lot a lot of things went wrong. But that's beyond him. To to put him in that position, to set him up in this in this way, and he yeah, he's taken the high road. But to not even have the decency to have a face to face with him, to be out of town and have that conversation and have the coaching staff drop Terrible. that on him. Dude, that I mean, that, that just doesn't make sense to me. And you can talk about how you want to do over and you do it differently. Well, you know what? He's been there for thirteen years. He is taking all kinds of bullets. He is he is taking all kinds of bullets. And we can we can criticize different things about his play, about the picks, about this, about that. And we we spent a lot of time over the past couple of years. We're we're right in the thick of the NFC East. I grew up with the Redskins. We, uh, you know, Mark. Anybody that was here in Virginia, you you grow up. I mean, Shannon was in Kentucky, so he was off with whiskey, moonshine, and the Wildcats. But the rest <laughs> and she, and Randy was up there in Syracuse with Donovan McNabb and Marvin Harrison or whatever. But, you know, 
Still, and sandstorm. He had a lot of sandstorm. And ice fishing. Yeah, ice fishing in Syracuse. <laughs> you know, ice house, Plank, Plank Road Brewery. But you know, it's just you. <laughs> there's been enough bitter ends to players' careers. I never anticipated that this would would unfold and manifest and play out this way for Eli in New York. We talked about, hey, it's a two to three year plan. You got to build the defense, spend the money on defense. You know, they have Beckham. They've got some skill position talent, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is his window. It's, we, we figured it's two to three years. Build it up and rot him out. Build it up, rot him out. Build it up, rot it out. And they, they, they pulled the, the rug out from under the guy. I just, I just never would have anticipated them doing Eli Manning dirty. I'd never, ever, ever, for all the jokes we've had, and there have been many, I never would have expected that organization to do him this way. And uh, I, I, just, I just think it's such a shame. I think it's such a, Dude, Mark, even Philip Rivers is coming to Eli's defense. What in the hey, hell? Face. Dude. The audio's I think Brady came to his defense too. He did. So did so did so did Matt Ryan. Lots of people did, dude. It, look, here's Philip Rivers, man. The audio's a little low, so everybody be quiet. I'll try to boost it for you, okay? Well, that's silent. <laughs> Philip, let's try that again, buddy. <laughs> well, you can't even hear that at all. That's a ter- He's man, a few words. <laughs> Not a few children. <laughs> <laughs> and more children than words. Hey, let me let me reload the let me reload the page and see if that'll. And, uh, apparently, that's what Philip did too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's weird. Well, wow, that's not even audible. Philip Rivers. Eli uh, Manning. Kid. Here we go. Here we go. Philip Rivers. Eli Manning. Give me some audio. ESPN.com. Well, maybe their audio will be better. Here, we'll see. Here we go. Hold on. Oh, load. What in the hell? Thanks, Verizon Fios. Come on, (laughs) y'all. You can't hear that either. All right. Sorry, Philip Rivers. Apparently, your uh, D-Stats hate and dislike of you. (laughs) <laughs> is so strong that even the audio clips success. Success. That wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, uh, Rivers. Now we, now we just have to keep like Nickelback and Train and Lady yeah, yeah, Kravitz yeah. off. And yeah. he'll, be, he'll win. So uh, I'll go ahead and give you the quote. Quote, uh, I just thought it was too bad the way it was handled. And with Eli, we're not close buddies, but as a friend and a fellow quarterback, it was tough to watch him yesterday. You can only imagine how he felt. And he handled handled it like a pro, like he's handled Everything. So, I want to say one more thing before we yeah. sign off. Yeah, um, I, I think this is pretty much. I, I think we, our whole segment too is our shutdown clock is essentially Eli Manning. <laughs> I'm just going to say this: Don't be surprised if he retires. I think it's uh, always within the realm of possibility. And so, the only reason I say that is, what else does he have to prove? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's about. Proving, having to prove anything more at this point, it, it, definitely not with him. Um, I, I, yeah, if he, if he continues playing, he, he could. I mean, I, I would be surprised at this point to see him not um, make an attempt to play with another team. But I, you know, you're, certainly you're right that I mean he's got the extreme loyalty to to, to New York, and mm-hmm. um, I think um, I, I definitely think he 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 wouldn't pull a far. He wouldn't 
leave, come back, leave, come back, leave, come back. So I think once he makes the decision, it, that that will be the final decision. Um, I hope not. I, I would be very sad. I'll, I'll happily root for him on another team. I mean, it, it's, you know, he, he's done nothing but been, again, a class act for New York uh, prior to this and, and in the future. I, I don't think we're suddenly going to see him come out with, you know, any kind of super negative statements. He, he might, if, if he goes to play for another team, he might have some, you know, some comments about the Giants in the future. Uh, but I, I don't I, I don't think he'll ever just outright, you know, dump all No, he, he'll all shucks it it's up. not his type. No, he'll yeah, all shucks it up and shazam it. And, and I'll you know say what I mean? Arizona, Denver, Jacksonville. Yeah. Those are probably your three choices that he would go to. Well, if, if they're going to trade him, like I would imagine his agent is going to ask, you know, whether it's a release or a trade. And the nice thing is that Arizona, excuse me, Jacksonville and Denver are AFC. So it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not like it's in division. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not going to you know, directly impact them. But if you want to move on, then move on. But if you're going to do that, sure as hell, give that man an out that's better than the end you gave him for this season. Yeah. If he requests a trade, honor it and let him go. They won't. They may not. It, it'll be released. I mean, released. I, I uh, mean I Green Bay didn't released. do it with Brett, and again, he, you know, Brett, Brett deserves some of the, you know, the criticism for how we, you know, screwed around with the whole retirement thing. Some of that he brought on himself, and they made the right decision to move on with Aaron Rodgers. We all know that. But when you make the decision to move on, when you do that, give the other people an exit. You don't have to. I don't know. I mean, there are people that would say, hey, you know, like Colin Coward would probably say, hey, it's a business. <laughs> you, know, you know, take the emotion out of it. Facts trump feelings. That's pro- actually that's probably exactly what Coward would say. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fine. And there are people that will feel that way. But from a fan standpoint, from a from a franchise standpoint, I, I, he's done enough. He's done enough for the franchise that if you want to move on, move on. But don't take it out on him. Mm-hmm. And the way the end of the season has played out, you've already. You've already crapped on the dude. You've you've t- essentially taken the streak from him, um, and don't make it uglier than it already has become. Don't. So if, if you want to move on, move on. But let that man go and try to honor his wishes for where he wants to go. It would be yeah. Uh, whether that's Denver, whether it's Jacksonville, whether it's Arizona or somewhere else, do it. Cleveland. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you just you just told that man to go to hell. Anyway, <laughs> Cleveland. I mean, we we said it over a month ago when the trade deadline was getting close. If you're gonna if they're gonna move away from him, trade him because that's a sixteen million dollar cap hit if they flat out release him. Mm. And I don't think the Giants want to have that on the books going forward. The 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 best thing to do would be to at least let him do what he needs to do. Let him go where he wants to go. However you want to do it. I mean, I remember when I first saw this and put it in the chat, I was just like, what is it? Mm -hmm. I looked at it. I was like, nope, it's not April Fool's. What the (laughs) hell is this shit? And then your guys' reaction, and I was just, you know, and all of you have said exactly my thoughts and feelings on this entire situation, which is why I really haven't chimed in much because I just didn't want to have to repeat everything. Look, New Yorker, you're supposed to step up and and shout out some (laughs) stuff. Come on. Come on, Syracuse. (laughs) <laughs> when you look at it, think about some of the some of the kids re- that are fans that have grown up on him from day one. How they've got to be feeling, and the worst freaking city to, to 
to actually pull this shit. Yeah. New York. The the like doesn't matter what team you are, what sport you are, you will get just raked over the coals yeah. for stupid decisions. Whether you're the yep. Mets, the Yankees, freaking the Rangers, or I mean the Bills. It doesn't matter what the hell team you are in that state. You are going to get raked over the coals by the media in New York. That's what they do. It's what it they do, of, bro. It is one of yeah. the toughest cities to play in, period. Next to probably what Boston and Chicago, because they're in Philadelphia. I, I, mean, I don't. I, I don't know that any place has the limelight and the criticism that New York does. Probably not. Because yeah, just, just the idea. It's like you. You knew this was going to be a bad idea. You knew this wasn't going to be popular, and you did it anyway. They did. It, it, it's ridiculous. Disaster. Everybody, I mean, I don't blame people for being pissed. I'm glad that all these players and coaches are stepping up and voicing that opinion. It it just shows that how much respect they have for this man. And I even yeah. said in the chat, I was like, how do you disrespect someone who's done so much for you? Who's done so much for football? Because, I mean, not many uh, players, you know, host Saturday Night Live. No. When you think of, you know, uh, yeah. He's the only person to beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. There you go. A lot of people thank him for that. Not Lindy, but a lot of other people. <laughs> a lot of other people thank the New York Giants just for that one fact. Because if it wasn't for that, the, the, the damn Patriots would have seven rings. Can you imagine? Well, well, let's understand something else. <laughs> I, I mean... This is why uh, Lindy hates the Manning brothers. Peyton also beat Brady in three AFC championship games. Oh, of course. So that's five rings, potentially, that the the Pats could have had, but the Manning brothers uh, robbed them of it or beat them of it. God, can you imagine the vomit balls people would have if Tom Brady had, like, freaking 12 Super Bowl rings? If he was putting, oh, rings, on, if he was putting the, rings on his toes... Most championship player since Bill Russell in that city. God. D-Stat's broken toe would need a Super Bowl ring from Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, my God. Stop Throwback. breaking. Stop breaking. D-Stat, you're going to have to share that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, good, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I admit it. I uh, had a strange, uh, like, re-aggravating uh, my foot injury uh, a couple of days ago where I just suddenly had this massive foot pain and I couldn't quite figure out what had happened, but uh, I have had a sensitive uh, toe since uh, in high school I broke the big toe on my right foot. So the personality you get here on the sports brew is what I've always been. I'm very talkative, but, but mild-mannered, and while I'm competitive, I've never been hot-headed in sports. I played tennis all through high school. It's probably honestly my best sports. And just one day I had a very long match and a, a very hot day. And uh, honestly had a chance to win it in the end. But I lost the final point, lost the match. And something inside me just snapped. <laughs> it, it definitely fully snapped as I flung my racket as far as could go, which went flying over the fence. And uh, I ran up to the fence. And instead of being intelligent and kicking the kingling part of the fence or just doing nothing, calming down for a second, I swung my foot back and kicked as hard as I could into one of the huge wooden stakes keeping the fence together. And, of course, immediately screamed in pain. 
and uh, took an incredibly shameful, you know, walk of shame up to the net to shake the guy's hands, uh, hobble to the net. Uh, you idiot! And I, I went, <laughs> I went and sat sat in the grass, thinking I was going to play my doubles match, which was going to probably start in like twenty minutes. Uh, and the moment I tried to stand up, I realized, nope, that's definitely not going to happen. So, yep, he said we'll friend. just do it live. <laughs> friend, I, friend, you know, friend, Shannon, friend. what's great is I was on that page. No. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Uh, for, for Fucking to the thing nurse. sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely broken toe. Oh man, <laughs> broke your toe, bro. Top, top, top three stupidest things I've ever done. Easily, <laughs> I've done a lot of stupid things in my lifetime. We know that. Shut the yeah. fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Settle down, Sam. My, what, hey, hey, by hey, the way, one of my favorite stupidest things you've done is when you got tased when you took the money. <laughs> I don't know how much. I don't remember how much money you made. Forgetting. I wasn't gonna bring that up. For, I made good money. That's that's top five. Couple hundred bucks? What'd you make? Like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars? I think I made like three fifty. How Whoa. much did you make all the stupid wings? No, that I didn't nobody nobody paid me for that. I, that's I just tomorrow. And that. that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a I can't do it. Dude, the stu- I, I should dig up the videos from the stupid wing challenge. Stupid we'll do it wing live. was pretty impressive. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Dude, the, the, that stupid wings challenge. I, I heard you weren't right for a week after that. I, I, was, I was rough. And the only, only thing I, I say to everybody is, you know, I know everybody assumes, and I'm sure with a lot of food, yeah, it's, it's you know, being in the bathroom. But, like, that honestly was not what happened to me. It was just I got woken up at 7 the next day. The, the night of, I could deal with that again. It was crazy hot, but I could deal with that again. It's just the next day I'm woken up at 7 a.m. by... <laughs> <laughs> what I always describe is like an alien trying to claw out of my stomach. Um, and I, I've just, I've never felt pain like that before. And Anger. it wouldn't go away. It, it wouldn't go away. So I'm just doubled over in pain for about six hours uh, until it started to subside. So, uh, and I, I still, I still to this day think that, that, that honestly, that place, it, it might have like some kind of food poisoning because I mean, the thing they do, they keep that container where every time they make a new batch, they pour the remnants into this oh, yeah. container and you look at it, they call it the, the container of bad judgment, which is pretty uh-huh. funny, yeah. but, uh, so they can just take a couple drops from that because it just simmers and gets hotter and hotter. So I get it from that standpoint, but it looks freaking disgusting. And honestly, that's what I wonder is if there's some food poisoning or something that comes from that but i want to know what's going on and i want to know right now what the <laughs> fuck did i do wrong you ate the stupid wings that's what you did wrong <laughs> Dude, <that's, laughs> I, I hope you leave enough TV, room for man. my fist like, because I, i'm I going to ram it into your stomach yeah oh yeah well, i mean they, they always say i mean like 80 percent of the people who started i mean after one wing they just stop and I, I knew i had to do it the same way that adam rickman did on the show which is just start and not stop because if you stop for a moment you're gonna your brain's gonna be like dude what the fuck are we doing <laughs> bro so you just you, you start and don't stop and that's that's exactly what i did um, usually what we tell our wives but you know <laughs> I, I, I always enjoy that schultz two uh, minute drill baby that, two minute drill <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, flip the switch, man. We're going to OT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or as Matt would say, the handstorm. 
<laughs> I got reserves. I got reserves. <laughs> they make a cream for that. <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. American Pie just, just popped in my mind at that point. I got reserves, Nadia. I got reserves. Handstorm. <laughs> Uh, I was just gonna say I, I remember Schultz. Schultz told me that uh, like a week or two after he he was there uh, with his girlfriend at the time, and uh, saw some big like muscle bound dude that, that that got him and said the guy was clearly like arrogant as hell was so sure he was gonna knock him out. Uh, got got started with him, and uh, after one wing we just like push him away. No way, I can't do it. And then immediately went and rubbed his eyes. Bad decision. Oh man, bad Come decision. On, dude. Do, do not rub your eyes with any kind of hot wing challenge. Where's Arnold? You gotta know better. So the, to, I mean, he was just crying in pain. You fuck that wait, wait, up. said it. <laughs> wait, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it, buddy. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. I wouldn't rub my eyes. That's right. <laughs> so, since I'm, I'm, since I'm admitting idiotic moments, I, I did, I did once, like after touching my bottle of ghost pepper sauce, not even taking a, t- a sip of it, but just touching the bottle and not thinking about it, I went and took a piss, and then about ten minutes later, wait a second, oh son of a bitch, oh. fire in the hole. Watch with icy hot, so you're not alone. Uh, all right. Well, I, pre- I appreciate that. Solidarity, brothers. Solidarity. So- solidarity. <laughs> yeah. Solidarity and stupidity. It, it, yeah, it's kind of hard to. Junk at the wrong time. Yo, yeah. bro. I don't. Balls fire. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Great balls of fire. Wow. My uh, goodness. I mean, does anything fit that any better? Um no. Balls. Well, I'm pretty disappointed. Yeah, no, it's okay. I think. (laughs) 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 Oh lord! Oh my god! We didn't get to any like other games. That's crazy. That's okay. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. That's right. You broke my wheel, but what a thrill. Goodness and gracious, great balls of fire. I have to ask you. Yeah. Did you have the Friday soundboard pulled? <laughs> no. A keep to leap and Michael Crabtree. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask for two chains. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, my grandma gave me that chain, man. <laughs> yeah, I like how he taped that to himself. Ugh, he, just a mess. He tried to tape it, and it didn't work. Nah, fail buckets. Uh, <laughs> super, super. That, that, that's, like, the only other, like, fun thing I had, I think, in my notes. Like, I had a, all the notes for the games, but I thought that would have been a fun one. My grandmama gave me that chain. <laughs> grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> I, I, I like how you you know this is a very sports brew moment. It I, is Friday. Hell no, don't read the fuck up for Craig Father come out here. 
<laughs> hey man, why y'all didn't help me? And I'm high. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. If it was y'all, I would have helped y'all. What about the time you tried to choke me and smoke back yard? Yeah. Well, that was different. Oh, that was different. Man, that's junk. Man, that's fucked up, man. If it was y'all, I would have helped y'all. <laughs> I just wanted my grandma to give me that chain. Where is that part? That's right before he runs away, isn't it? Just let it keep going. Yeah. Hey, here just you go. Let it keep going. Only on people he know. He'll be pulling that shit on them fools around the corner. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> 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 jumping in his Ford Escort. He's gonna cry in the car. <laughs> I specifically want my grandmama to give me that chain. Oh, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here my grandmama gave me that chain. When my grandmama gave me that chain. There it is. <laughs> oh, fantastic, fantastic. My grandma gave me that chain. My grandma gave me that chain. Look, man. Uh, by the way, I want to uh, uh, thank thank you, San Diego Chargers, for making my Thanksgiving better by beating the crap out of the Cowboys. This is especially true after thank watching you. that shitstorm of Thursday night football game. Thanks for beating the crap out of the Cowboys. We were we were over at uh, uh, my in law, well Sarah's parents' house for Thanksgiving, and uh, dude, I was super ex- all of a sudden like the game was on. Like we weren't watching any football. It drove me crazy. We were eating and all this other stuff. I'm like, can we turn the TV on and watch some damn football, y'all? Please, <laughs> like nothing. I didn't. I saw I saw none of the damn Vikings and Lions game. And then I only saw a smidge, like the very end of the Chargers Cowboys, right? And I was like, oh my God, you guys know I love football and I do a podcast. Can we watch football? <laughs> right? Okay, I was going nuts. But what I got to see was essentially the, the Cowboys getting their ass handed to them and then the Chargers picking, <laughs> sealing the game, Desmond King bagging the, the, the pick six. That was an 87 yeah. yard touchdown return. And all of a sudden I was like, Woo! Like hands up, and they looked at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, "That's great! I got the Chargers defense in fantasy, and I hate the Cowboys." Yeah. <laughs> so like, it was great because it was like it was like a double bonus win, dude. It was a double. It was great in real life, and it was great in fantasy. And yeah, then, that's when you got to teach Chloe touchdown. Hmm? We do that with him, by the way. And uh, there's it, nothing to say about the f- absolute fugly bag of hell that Redskins Giants game was. Although I will say it was very hard to make it through the first half with a full belly. Ugh. It was a three, <laughs> dude. It was a three-three barn burner. That was awful. Yes. Awful. Patriots Dolphins. I don't think. Before you go through all the games, I better rip my yeah ripcord out. Ripcord out. Thank you, Mark. Go get some sleep. I'm I'm doing I'm doing like quick hits, man. But as always, thanks for weighing in. Sorry about Eli, bro. Yeah, I much appreciate it. Me too. Um, I feel like I kind of want to my, my weekly oh, thing is sure. going to be sh- sharing a random fact that has nothing to do with sports. I like um, random facts. I have an interesting fact for everybody um, learned this week. Well, my grandma uh, gave me that chain. Two, <laughs> two, two for a fact. Um, <laughs> that the heart of this is all about the blue whale. Uh, the heart of the blue whale is the same size as a Mini Cooper. It's just hard to wrap your brain around that. Um, and even crazier to me is that the blue whale's major arteries and veins are so large that a small child could pass through them. Oh my Smells God. like Bigfoot's dick! <laughs> <laughs> what? 
birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. (laughs) Okay. How was that from? Oh, that's Anchorman. That's Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. (laughs) (laughs) My God. All right, right, keep going with your random factoids. No, 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 that's, that's it. That's just that's, that's what. Yeah, that's a fact. But I just I can't I can't wrap my brain around that. That a small child <laughs> passed through their veins and arteries. That's a big bitch. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey. All right, Mark, go get right, some rest, man. Go get some rest. We're wrapping up and get the hell out of here. I'll be seeing y'all next weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Nuevo, here yes, we come. Margaritas. Yes, sir. All right, yes, peace sir. out, bro. Bill, baby. That's right. Peace out, folks. Peace out. Peace. Yep. All right. Patriots, Dolphins, I don't think – never in doubt. Seventh consecutive win for New England. Only thing to take away from this, it was uh, Brady's 28th career game with four more touchdowns. Uh, that's third all time. And, of course, he's, you know, he's an old man 40 club. Uh, he's got 26 touchdowns as of now. They're the most ever in a season for anybody after turning 40 years old. So, also – If I'm not mistaken. Say it again. 26 and 3. 26 touchdowns, yeah, he, 3 he, picks. He, he's not the one picks, dude. He's crazy. He's the, he's the MVP. Yeah. Uh, he should be. Um, he, he should be, be, but it, maybe it ends up being Wentz. And uh, fine. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on it if it's Wentz, but I mean, I, I think at his age, Brady, I think he's yeah. earned. I think he's earned another MVP, dude. I think he's earned an MVP. Yeah. Dude. Uh, also, the 16th multi-touchdown game by Gronk, setting a franchise record. Uh, Randy Moss had held the old record with 15, which is amazing given the very short period of time he was actually in New England. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, Eagles totally beat the crap out of the Bears. I mean, here's, the, here's what you need to know about Carson Wentz. Number one, he does look like Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah. He does, yeah. dude. He does. He does. I completely laughed because uh, I was cracking up. Because I was looking at, because there was all obviously Prince Harry was in the news this week. It was an engagement to Merkel or whatever her name is. Uh, good for them, yay! Uh, but I'm looking at the pictures of the dude. I'm like, it's Carson Wentz, and I just chuckled. And apparently, I mean, obviously, a ton of other other people had the same thought. There was actually a quiz where they just took screenshots of their faces, and you're supposed to guess between whether it's Prince Harry or Carson Wentz. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but even his teammates are giving him crap, dude. Eagles, uh, Eagles wide receiver Torrey Smith said what we were all thinking. No one has ever seen the two guys in the same room. Hmm. Hmm. Muy interesante. Uh, anywho, I don't know. Where else are we? Oh. Eagles, Bears. Uh, f- for Carson Wentz, his fifth game with three-plus touchdown passes this season. Again, fantastic. They also broke out the uh, bowling touchdown celebration thought it was, that was great I don't know. yeah that was pretty good i think that the detroit lions and the philadelphia eagles i think get the most kudos for their touchdown celebrations this year on well maybe the vikings the thanksgiving dinner was okay uh, i enjoyed that but yeah also on uh, fake rolled the perfect strike and all of his teammates went down that was kind of a hoot so uh, other kudos of the week quite frankly i know the steelers won the game but i did not expect the packers to give the steelers any kind of a football game and they totally did um, obviously Aaron Rodgers giving the teasers with the warm ups, lobbing bombs. 
I hope that he's able to get back on field this season. But Green Bay is going to have to beat Tampa Bay, uh, yeah, probably have to ball. beat Tampa Bay and beat Cleveland for there to be any real reason for him to step back on the field. Ton of moxie from the Packers. Brett Hundley had some nice moments. Had a really nice, uh, and some of this was blown coverage, like that thirty-nine yard touchdown to Randall Cobb in the first quarter. That was a blown oh, that coverage. Was blown. That was yeah. blown coverage. But he still he, he hit that. Uh, Hundley also made. And it's not all him. Jamal Williams. That was a beautiful play. Uh, popped off for a fifty-seven yard touchdown. And the Packers were up fourteen to six, dude. I was like, wait, what? I thought the, I thought the Steelers were going to beat the brakes off these guys. Maybe that was the old proverbial play down to a play down to an opponent, but the Steelers certainly stepped up late in the game. Uh, what what I think most people will remember in the fourth quarter, you had a couple things going on, but but just an absolutely incredible, incredible silent catch from Antonio Brown. Uh, I know Matt was like, I don't think that was a catch. That, that was that was a catch, and it was a beautiful no. catch. It was an yeah. incredible, incredible, incredible catch. A 28-28 tie game, and the Steelers get the ball back with 17. I mean, they got 17 seconds on the clock. He hits Brown on the sidelines, and he hits Brown again to help set up the field goal. The walk-off 53-yard field goal, which was a career-long for Chris Boswell, and that dude had missed an extra point earlier in the game. Walk-off win, ridiculous, but kudos to the Packers for having that much fight and that much moxie in them. Uh, only other really big thing, uh, obviously Alvin Kamara had a huge game, and but I don't know if anybody had a better week than Julio Jones, dude. 12 receptions, 253 oh, yards, two touchdowns, an absolute ridiculous game against the Bucks. And That's thank you for good. showing up the week I played Beast Shannon mode. in fantasy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And Not for really. all of you people who thought Julio was on the downswing in his career, think again. There you go. Take there you shot. go. So, well, I tell you what, man, I'm I'm, I'm pretty good. It's time to, to, to really. It's after two. We might as well get the hell out of here, Randy. It's you got the interview. Day, yeah. yeah, let's get out. Uh, last thing, I, I want to thank the fans that trolled John Fox with a Firefox logo at the Bears Eagles <laughs> game. You guys get an A. You guys get an A. That I thought was hilarious. That was, that was good. That was great. Well played. That was great. And quite frankly, um, real quick, raise a glass to the memory of Sean Taylor. Ten-year anniversary of his death taking place this past Monday. Uh, a lot of people – that that dude was so good. He had so, so much good. in front of him. And I like this line. Uh, Brian Mormon, who's the guy that Taylor tattooed in the in the Pro Bowl, right? <laughs> tattooed that guy. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that. I yes. love this story. And he says, quote, I tell people that was when he got hit by Taylor. I tell people that was my 15 seconds of fame. For Every year I still get text messages or emails or calls or somebody tweets me, whatever it might be. All right. He retired in 2013, and he has a bunch of jerseys mounted on his walls. All right. All of them have the jersey facing backwards except for one, his 2006 Pro Bowl jersey. You want to know why? Because it still has flakes of gold paint from Sean Taylor's <laughs> face mask. <laughs> He said, quote, I'm able to take pride that I was able to take that kind of a hit. He cut me right in my shoulder. I can say that because there's still a little fleck of his face mask paint embedded in that jersey and a hole in his shoulder. It's the only jersey I framed frontwards because you can see that. So, fun memory. It's a shame. Obviously, I wish he had lived from a personal level, certainly from a football level. So, Sean Taylor, man, rest in peace. Thanks for the memories and a brief but very bright NFL career. Yeah. Salute. Yeah, salute. Uh, only other thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do love this story. The Brown, 
Browns a Browns fan was granted a permit for an 0 and 16 parade in downtown Cleveland. If anything, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he started the GoFundMe. Chris McNeil started the GoFundMe. He raised three thousand dollars to fund a perfect season parade that will go down in downtown Cleveland on January sixth. The money will go towards paying for security, restrooms, and medical personnel, along with other costs. And they approved this permit. If for whatever reason they win a game, the proceeds will go to charity. Good for them. The the Greater Cleveland Food Bank is where they would donate them. So, anyway. All right, guys. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Look, from all of us to all of you, thanks for listening. Enjoy the college football this weekend. Uh, Certainly the NFL games as well, man. (laughs) We'll revisit a couple of things. But, dude, New York, man. New York football giants. Why did you do Eli dirty like that? Look, when you get a Redskins fan, a Packers fan, an Eli hater, and all these other things, and we're defending Eli Manning, bro, you did something wrong. But, look, from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. We are the Sports Brew, as always, whether it's our home feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, LiveSportsCaster.com, any of those things, the Google Play Store, keyword Sports and Brew. Track us down. You can crank us up, have a good time, share some laughs, and, yes, Redskin style. Take out the papers and the trash. <laughs> or you don't get no spending Crazy. We will catch you on the flip side. And I guess that's the end of the night, man. Good night now. And peace out. See ya. See ya. Good night. Late. <laughs> <laughs>